This is Not So Kosher, and we have a live show tonight that you will hear a little bit later, the interview of Kim Friedman and Kate Siegel at Crazy Jewish Mom. Uh, This week's episode of Not So Kosher is brought to you by our proud sponsor, Sensational Semen. What's for dinner tonight? Right out of the freezer section, semen from cherry flavor, pork rind, and luscious lavender for sleepy time madness. This new guy is loaded with protein at 25 grams per squirt. Eggs only give you 24 grams per serving. Semen consists of a variety of proteins that give a punch against bacteria, viruses, and fungi. Pick up yours today at any of your local freezer sections or order online at sensationalsemen.com. That's C-U-M. Please use the promo code NOTSOKOSHER to receive your discount and a 12-pack semen set. Thank you, Sensational Semen. This past Sunday, Not So Kosher was part of the Twin City Jewish Humor Festival. And I was, uh, well, you could kind of, kind of call me a host, but I really wasn't because... Uh, Kate and Kim really took over the show, and that was what they were there to do. And um, it, you know, basically, it was Kate. She like she definitely, you know, has it going on and protecting her mom, so her mom doesn't have to talk very much, which was very kind of her. They are a fantabulous mother-daughter dope duo. Internet sensations on Instagram and Twitter at Crazy Jewish Mom. They have been quelled over in numerous articles from Cosmopolitan to the Huntington Post. BuzzFeed and more visually fabulous on the Today Show, Nightline, Steve Harvey, Hollywood Today, and now Kate, she decided that she would become more transparent by writing a book called Mother Can You Not? Paying a tribute to her mother, which was very nice, who invented the concept of a drone parent. Kim is a Hollywood director with a resume including over four decades of some of the most watched and iconic TV shows. Kate Eleanor Friedman Siegel, 27. She was a video producer. She's a Princeton graduate. I am sure that Kim assumed that Kate was probably going to find her husband at Princeton, but that did not happen. But still, AKA Spawn learned plenty in college. And she has been taking her mother's texts and she screenshots them and puts them up for everybody to see. They have over a million followers. Enjoy the podcast of Kate and Kim on Not So Kosher. Welcome to Not So Kosher. Thank you for being here tonight. Yay. I'm Bexie and welcome again. So happy that I have such a nice group of people to come and see these amazing women. Thank you so much. Make sure you check out notsokosher.net. Make sure you check out Backroom Studios. We have lots and lots and lots of and lots and lots of shows coming. Uh, Not So Kosher app is coming soon. Check out that February 1st. It'll be on iTunes. You can tweet us at Not So Kosher, Instagram Not So Kosher TC. Follow, like, and share us. So here they are. We have the amazing, absolutely amazing Kim Friedman and Kate Siegel at Crazy Jewish Mom. Do you want to pull it? Yeah. Is this where we're 
horse in it? This is yeah, she kind of wanted to stand. Okay, maybe, yeah. So we're gonna give her that option. Thank you. We'll see how things go. So you can, you can go. You can. Yeah, Nothing we'll is off the table. Closer to me, or we. Dan she was okay, dancing backstage a second ago, so that's fun. I don't know. Did you actually do that? No, I don't. I also don't think that there's zip line. Oh, so we went to the Mall of America oh, really? today. You weren't there. We went. We went to the Mall of America today. Which is fabulous. Bonkers. Oh my god. It is uh, it, amazingly bonkers. But like, what? In there's like a theme park there as well. It was Ferris amazing. wheel, roller coaster. I did not Why go are on you the roller coaster. The microphone? But. Zip line, and she missed it. She was supposed okay. to photograph. You I know what she was doing? I honestly don't believe she it. She was shopping in Zara instead of seeing her mother on the zip line. That's where you're supposed to be. That's where you're supposed to be, though. Yeah. Well, I don't believe it. Still, I'm pretty sure she didn't. You want to? You want to? You. I'm not even sure that there is a zip line. Anyway, okay. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Let's start here. Uh, I am. Well, thank you for the introduction. I am Kate Friedman Siegel, and this is my crazy Jewish mom, Kim Friedman. Not so crazy. Totally crazy. So crazy. Um, and I call her that because it's, what am I, what? Take the mic out of the stand so they can oh. see you. I'm sorry, I can't help. You can't like both can't direct help. and, okay, oh, that's heavy. All right. All right. So crazy, clearly. Um, and so I, you know, I call her that because it's accurate, but also because I started this Instagram account for those of you who have no idea why we're here um, and talking to you. Um, it's called Crazy Jewish Mom. Um, and every day I post all of the insane text messages that my mother sends me on a daily basis. And these, she, and on average, I get from her about 111 text messages on a given day. That is a lie. It's not I, a lie. It's I, math. I, I'm I counted. not that crazy. So, I text her a lot, but I do not, I, I really, I don't it text her. It is that many. It is. Um, thank we you. We count them. What are you doing? Yeah. You're we not on my We fucking count side? them. It's 111, oh so stop arguing. Um, and... These are not like your average mom texts, I would say. I, I'll give you an example. Every morning, I wake up to a message from this woman reminding me that I should do my Kegel exercises so that, and I'm going to quote you now on this, so that your vagina won't explode during childbirth is usually what she says. Wait, oh, so, no, 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 don't no, clap, no, no, sir. Don't Why are you clap. clapping Just a second. It's nonsense. Just, now I'm standing. No, now no. I am standing. Okay, you're laughing about Kegel exercises? Mom, you think it's funny? This, okay, first of all, it is very important. And it's not just for women. First of all, women here. You want your vaginas to fall out? No. That's Men. not scientifically yes, accurate. Men. It's not what happens. You were clapping. Do you want to have a prostate? Clearly. I mean, it's actually good for men. Oh, great. Okay. <laughs> we're all going to do them right now. No, no, yes, no. Mom, stand up. Come on, I'm not doing it. Yes, I'm not, stand no. up. I you know one how don't stand one, up. please don't indulge her. Standing. I'm not I'll standing. Do We're all doing. Okay, okay. Oh come on. I want everybody You're supposed to you're not gonna fake news, fake daughter. Thank okay. you. Okay. So here we go. Everybody now, men too, if you wanna have prostates when you're that. older. Tighten up, tighten up like where you have to pee and not pee. Tighten, everybody hold Okay, for no ten. one has to do this. Everybody does. One, two, three, four. You're not doing them, sir. Mom. The gray sweatshirt. He is Can not doing them. Sexually harassing members of the audience. It the like yeah, it's yeah. a miracle the that there are any there. men hey. here. So you're not gonna have a prostate left. Okay, here we go. Tighten. Once again, one, that's not two, how science. three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, okay. ten. There. Good. Good. I feel so much better. Now we're not gonna show out. 
Actually, I feel if I get stripped tonight that it'll be so tight he'll think I'm a fucking virgin. Well, there That's you that. go. Now you're talking. So you're now welcome. You're yep. Okay. Feel good about it. Um. Well, this has gone off the rails pretty quickly. Um, Eagles are important. Okay, calm down. Uh, you're good. You're done with that. Yes. All right. Um, so I think that that's actually a pretty good representation of the kind of stuff that goes on on the Instagram account. Um, and, you know, so, so for basically what happened from there is that this editor from BuzzFeed reached out to me and the Instagram account very quickly went viral. She reached out and she asked me a couple of, well, she wanted to write a post about us and she asked me a couple of questions about my mom, wanted to confirm that she is in fact a real human person, which I totally get. Um, and, uh, and, and she wrote up this really, really wonderful article about us and the nuts part was that that post that she wrote was trending at the number one spot on BuzzFeed for like three days, which is insane in and of itself. Um, and then all these other media outlets started picking it up and we went from having I think it was 11,000 followers to having 300,000 followers in 24 hours. So it was a okay. big jump. <laughs> let, me, let me say something. She's very proud of this. All right. You, you, you want to know what it feels like to have all your private stuff, like, you know, all the way out okay, there. Okay, Mom. Let me finish. No, 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 no. So she said to me, this is true. She said to me, Mom, right, this is a true story. I don't I, know what you're going to yes, say, you so it's very hard yes, to know. Yes, you do. She said, Mom, I think that some of the stuff that you, what do you do? Text you, that I text you every day, is kind of fun, and I want to show it to some of I my friends. I don't know that fun is the word that cool. I would have used. They were cool. Definitely not cool. Obnoxious. That's not. Obnoxious. Horrifying. Pretty, yeah. Mortifying, yeah. maybe. But you that did, seems You did more... ask me about your friends. She doesn't have 300,000 friends. Okay. And now there was no way for anyone to know that it was okay. There's now 850,000 people reading like personal stuff. I'm not even on Instagram, but they're all reading. But you the don't stuff. care. Like, what do you care? Like, okay, first of all, nonsense. Because I asked her, I did ask her for permission to start posting these conversations. Can, she can, said yes. And then uh, there was actually one moment when we, because after the after it went viral, you know, there were 300,000, and now we, as she said, have a lot more than that. And there was one moment, I think, what? Can I interrupt you a second? Well, you just did. Stand can up I, a second. No, I'm not standing. You know who stand? You won't stand just for a second? What do you want? These people did not come here to hear about the fucking Instagram account. Oh. Correct? Uh, well, no. I think a little bit. No. You they, think they want to check her body out? Are you trying to sell her? Well, no. Later. Okay. This is... This is <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. This is a book tour. The humor tour highlighting your book. Remember you wrote a book? Yeah, I... They came here to hear about your book. Okay. Maybe maybe we should book? talk. Maybe. I was literally gonna start talking about that in a second. Okay, you just you. I think she should keep going. I'm just like you can, you know. Crazy fill in after. Jewish mom. That's not the name of my book. Did you oh. really just call? That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mistake. It's called it's, Mother. Can you not? Mother, can so you not? And I. This is the, the woman I, who supports all of my dreams here, I, everyone. That's I, I'm very proud of her because clearly she is not only a New York Times bestseller okay, once well, for this book. But twice for okay. this book. She's a New York Times bestseller. They I don't brag. No one knows what that means. Yes, it is. She's on the New York no, Times No, it means that you have to buy oh, okay. the book Well, but after, the second like, time. I didn't know what that... All right. Okay. Um, so I'm very proud of okay. her. So talk I, about the book I was, already. Can you... Maybe if you stop talking, I would be able to say anything. Um, 
So I wrote a book. It's called Mother Can You Not Believe It or Not. Um, and so when after the Instagram account went viral, we, we had all of these insane opportunities in front of us with all of the media frenzied around it. There were people reaching out to us like from reality television production companies and film agents and managers and literary people. And like I immediately knew that the first thing that I wanted to do was write a book because I've always written and I wrote I wrote a mortifying attempt at a first book while I was in high school that will never, ever see the light of day. Yes, it will, because no, I have a copy. It, you don't. And it's fabulous. It's, it's not. Really good. It's really not. Tell them what it's about. It's, it's this, like, it's horrible. It's like, it was a murder mystery slash coming of age slash... I don't even, somehow there was musical theater worked in there somehow. It was bad. It was, it's, and like the drug cartel, it was terrible. It's good. Really yeah. bad book. I, I think your even, mom should just go out on a tour and sell it. Yeah, yes, I, I mean, she, she probably I will. could. Um, but, but, uh, but yeah, but I, I had always written, so I knew that the first thing that I wanted to do out of all of these really exciting opportunities was, was to write a book. Um, and yeah, so it's called Mother Can You Not? And it's a collection of essays about all of the insane adventures that I've gotten into growing up with my very own helicopter mom here in Los Angeles, California. Wait, wait a minute, wait, wait. I am not helicopter mom. Uh, I'm gonna have Screen to protector. Yeah, right, no, I have gone way beyond helicopter mom. Way, way beyond. Okay, that's fair. I like to consider myself a drone mom. Now. <laughs> I want to ask a question here. How many out here were helicopter moms or drone moms? What's a helicopter What's mom? What's a helicopter mom? Are you yeah, Jewish? I, I is was that, one. This is I'm a JCC, right? Aren't I okay. still one of those? Just clarifying. It's an over-involved parent. She would say the right amount involved parent. Yeah, But it's an over-involved parent. So how many here were helicopter moms? In their childhood like, upbringing. Well, you all should be, or you shouldn't be. Oh, there she is with the mother. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I bet she's the only one not lying in this room. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. Seems like. Well, it's important to be a helicopter mom. I really mean that. Okay. Go ahead. Um, and tell so, us some stories from the book already. Okay. I, so, I mean, do you, should I tell? Yeah. Okay, I think you so, should talk about, like, I don't know, talk about what you, how it got started. How did you yeah. realize that you wanted to start to do that? I mean, what did, provoked you? Weren't you at a party or something? Or, oh, yeah. Oh, for to the Instagram start account? To, yeah. Sure. Well, so the way that I do like actual aha moment where I decided to start the Instagram account. And, like, and quit her job and okay, give up her benefits. That was later. And it worked. She has you. It, by the way, like it worked out. So can we stop complaining about that ever? Wait till Obamacare is taken okay, away. Okay, can then you, you not? Won't. We don't know. <laughs> All right, you read the room correctly on that one. You'll see, you'll um, see. Okay, so I don't even know. Like, oh, wait a minute, it? and there's also a rule that we forgot to tell you here. There will be no grabbing of pussies in this okay, room. Okay, mom. No pussy grabbing. Okay. So, so, so why don't we, why don't you... Oh, wait, but you were going to, at the, the store, okay. Yeah, you want, you want to start talking about how this got started. Oh. She was doing all this for quite a while, right? Well, well so, no, so what happened was, uh, like, I've been screenshotting, and uh, so my mom's always been nuts. This isn't, like, a new thing. Um, so, 
text messaging really started more aggressively when I was in college. And oh, this is the best. So we've been going on this tour around the country for my book and like going to all sorts of different JCCs around the country. And um, at one of the places, my mother let slip that the reason that she texts me, and this is like so sadistic and sneaky, she's like an evil genius. The reason that she texts me as opposed to any other form of communication is because she knows that when I hear like the ding on my phone, I think it's like a friend or someone that I actually want to talk to. And so I'm going to look, which is true and just horrifying. Well, the, the, the ideal thing is when you call them, or if you're in the room and they can slam the door, if you call them, they can hang up on you. But when they hear that ding of that text, they're at least going to read what you wanted to tell them. Why don't you change the sound to one of those horrifying I sounds? You know, I That's should. That's what I like do. A, yeah, like Not for alarm. my mother, but others. An alarm. Is your mother here? She's right there, the oh. little blonde that looks, Oh, there you, you know, wait, there. Yeah. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. Oh, great. <laughs> You're hey, from Brooklyn. Yeah, I am. Okay, good. <laughs> where in where, Brooklyn? Where in we Brooklyn? were trying to figure out where from earlier. Williamsburg. Williamsburg. Oh, oh yeah. Yes, yes, oh, yeah. Hip. Yes. How hip. No, it I wasn't remember. hip back then. It wasn't hip. It was okay. like, it was just, they were like shaking chickens and doing all that stuff. Um, <laughs> uh, so, no, right? That, that's a Jewish thing yeah, where they do the- Yeah, in the fall. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway. We got off topic. Uh, okay, can you not direct? Okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, but but yeah. So I've been getting like these text messages from her for a while now, and I had like a folder on my phone just mom texts that were screenshots of like the crazy things that she would send me. And so one, the sort of aha moment came. I was at this bachelorette party one weekend for my best friend's older sister, and. If you've ever seen the Instagram account, you'll know that my mother is very concerned about the status of my rotting ovaries, as she likes to call them. Um, so, yeah, I get great. Like, the other week, she texted me something, and I don't know why I fell for this, but she texted me. She was like, oh, Kate, what's that smell? And I was like, I don't really know oh. what you're talking about. You're literally in a different state from me, so I have no way. She goes, oh, I'm sorry. It was, I, it's the smell of your ovaries rotting. I could, oh, no, of your eggs rotting. I could smell it from New Jersey. It was her eggs rotting, not, come on. So we have fun. Um, but, but yeah, so I was, so I was at this bachelorette weekend thing, and you can imagine it's a life milestone for someone else, not me, and my mother was, at her like peak levels of neuroses, I would say. And um, I was getting some pretty bonkers text messages from her. And I, for whatever reason, I just picked one. It was about my ovaries. And I, I don't remember what it was, but it was something about my ovaries. I do remember that. And I just read it out loud and everyone just laughed hysterically. And I think sometimes you like, it takes a second set of eyes to make you realize like, not only is this funny, but this potentially would be funny to people other than you. So, um, so yeah, that was sort of like the aha moment. And then I and then I started sharing them on my personal Instagram account, which is the thing that my mom complains about that I didn't ask her for permission. And then she wrote a book, which leads her us in the back. book. We're getting we're, there. Are, are, yeah. ever, are you like? Oh, oh God. They're he, they know the book. Okay. They, they're they're okay. here because they all want a book, and I'm sure you carry them no, all with you. No, she just like wants to. Oh but can God. I just? Okay. Go ahead. Well, do what you want. anyway, that happened, and then I started the Instagram account, and that's the end of it. But you wrote the it. book. Talk oh about my God. the book. Okay. So again, wrote a book <laughs> called "Mother Can You Not." 
for someone, for someone, okay. Um, and, and yeah, so I'll t- I mean, I can tell one of the, the some of the yeah. stories. Yeah, you know it? which one I think is really funny? Which one? Like you were eight years old and you'd walk the dog in LA. Do you remember this one? And well, she would make you wear a mask. Oh, that's, yeah. That's hilarious. Well, that happened. That's that, the story. That's, so because, that's the story called Because Cancer. And it's why so, my mom is motivated to do so, everything. And she would make her wear masks because yeah, she no, was so on, afraid of the pollution. You days, in LA? No, no. And also, but, by the way, like, it's not Hong Kong. Like, it's yeah. Los Angeles. And my mother at recess. So imagine, like, how neurotic I am as a human that at recess, as, like, an elementary schooler, I had to wear medical, industrial medical grade, like, masks on the playground if it was too smoggy outside. And, like, by the way... My mother didn't like check with a meteorologist or anything. She would just like look up, and if it seemed smoggy to her, that was it. No, did that's you, a lie. Only on smog alert days. That's not true. The there were a okay. lot of days. How did you know she was putting this on? Did you go and like watch? No, and I didn't ever. Oh, you okay. did a few times because I, I, I was there. Well, yeah, she. For oh, school also, lunch this day. is the other thing. This isn't in the book, but this is an insane, another insane thing that I learned on this wonderful journey that we're on together here. Um, Apparently, when I would have sleepovers as a kid, my mom would sleep outside in the car. Why? Because it was too loud or? No, because she was worried about me, I guess. I don't oh, know. Sleepovers, that's, what? By the way, wait, wait, that's wait. for reference. At your house? Helicopter. No, no, no. At somebody else's house. Oh, shit. Yeah, Seriously? no, no. I would, oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I would sleep over at someone else's house. Loud. She would drop me off and then like curl up for the night in the car. Which is... I mean, did you think they were going to run off at 8 or 7 or... I mean, you know, like... Never be too careful. It's Los Angeles. You never know. (laughs) The parents. Okay. It's Hollywood. Okay. It was like literally Beverly Hills, so... um, (laughs) Tell them about the chapter. Oh, you want to... The gyno? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good one. We're about to talk about my vagina for a minute, so brace yourselves. Um, So... My, one of the stories in my book is about the first time that I ever went to the gynecologist. There's so many men here. Um, uh, And my mother crashed the appointment, which was a fun first start. Um, Wait a minute. How many of you went with your daughters to their first gynecological appointment? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Did you? I don't think you went. No, seriously. what, (laughs) What mothers went with their daughters? Thank you. There's some like well-adjusted people here. This is great. This is refreshing. Daughters to their first appointment. It's important. Okay, it's not. Oh my God. That's the other thing about my book. Like, sometimes I worry that people are reading this as a how-to. It is. Nope. It is not that. If anything, it's a cautionary tale. I would say. Um, But so, not only did my mom crash my first ever gynecology appointment. She chose that moment, and specifically the moment was when I was spread-eagled on the examination table with a speculum halfway up my vagina for the first time ever. She chose that moment to try and get me to sing for my doctor. So, not She's trying to make me seem like I'm the crazy one. No, I'm just repeating actions that you took out loud. I did, but wait, wait. Her gynecologist, who's a fabulous doctor in New York. Oh, yeah, we all have the best doctors. The best doctors. Okay. She is married to a big Broadway producer. So doesn't, does not justify yes. it. And she had just written a musical, and she sings. 
If she had just sung one of the songs from her musical, we would be Hamilton right now. We would. We would not. It makes sense. We could be Hamilton. But it would have been didn't. better if your vagina could sing. Yeah, yeah that would have been now fabulous. You're that would have been, been awesome. Perfect. Can you sing with your vagina? Can you stop talking? Have you tried? No. <laughs> we tried. Okay. You could put like, you know, what, those kazoos down there. and Yeah, I'm going to not, but... That'd be interesting. But thank you. And they have a jade. The they have chip. a jade egg now that you can. Oh, stop! Put. She's obsessed with this well, jade egg. I want to buy it for us. You put it in your vagina. You put it in your vagina. A jade egg, and it like you get exercise it's all day. Just like a kegel, kegel. Yeah, it's weight. a constant kegel exercise, so that your vagina okay, doesn't no blow out. No one here. So is if, if this gets lost, is this like the gerbil in the ass? Oh, no, 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 no. Lord, is I don't it like know. that? No, no. I don't it's, think so. Okay. No, this jade egg cannot go any further, but it could fall out. But they say if it falls out... You have to out, hold it. My mother's there, like a it? scientist, so you can trust no, no. her. But they say, if the, they say if the jade egg falls out, don't be embarrassed. You just have to exercise more. I read about it on AOL. Wait, do you have like a 1-800 number on that one? They have Yeah. Um, I don't even know where we were. Oh, right, my vagina. Uh, Your vagina. So... The, uh, yeah, no, but so then if, like, you know, that happened, she tried to get me to sing, but I didn't actually sing, but luckily she decided to sing for me, so sitting there, spread-eagled, and my mom is belting out a song I wrote for my doctor. That didn't go, yeah, it wasn't the same, you you should have sung. I don't think it would have made a difference. You should have done it, you should have done it. Uh, yeah, but so that's one of my favorite stories. And then should, the what other ones do you want me to tell? Whatever you want. Talk about Thor, asshole, uh, asshole. Thor. He's such an asshole. So we have, sorry, we have this. My mom has a dog. I'll call it, but really, oh, I will. Leave. I'll call it if you insult. No, no, he's like a demon. Oh wait, this dog. I will leave. Okay, I will walk off. Oh, the oh stage. she she doesn't like that. No, she, this, okay, this is my is baby. Is Ben still alive? Hey, let's baby. talk about Snowflake. Uh, no. Wait a minute. Snowflake. This is my baby. So this is, we have a dog called Asshole Thor. Well, I call him Asshole Thor. His name is Thor. He's a chihuahua. And, He's my um, baby. He, 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 I'll admit, like, he might have some kind of mental disorder. He growls at walls. He sees things that aren't there. So I have one of the Instagram accounts that I have, in addition to Crazy Jewish Mom, I have an, a, an Instagram account for her dog, um, and it's basically just vil- videos of him growling. Actually, wait, should we play They're pretty funny. Sound? I'm going to play one of you the You know, I don't think it's here. fair to make fun of the of mentally challenged not- and the emotionally challenged. That's what our president-elect does, mom, and it's mom. not fun. It's enough. You made the joke. Let's, like, <laughs> No, no, it's not fun, and I think you shouldn't make fun of Thor. Wait, I really want to, like, play one of the sounds I get, because it sounds insane. Um, one of those, like, tranquilizer things. from They have doggy Prozac. But they won't let me. And is that's the sound that he's just—he's just sitting on someone's lap, right? Like that's literally him, like at peace. Yeah, that is Thor at rest. He doesn't. Yeah, he's insane. Maybe it's like meowing like a cat, kind of. Could be. I don't. Um, You're not catching that, huh? Yeah, I don't know. It's pretty vicious. We should talk about the death trap. Oh no! Come on. Really? Really? Fine. Really? I find I that mean, attractive. I mean, it's just going to be a lot of complaining. Like, okay, that's good. So well, well, we want I that. I live in an apartment. In a death trap. It's not. It's fine. Stop lying. Okay. She lives in a slum 
In Brooklyn. It's Excuse Brooklyn me. Heights. <laughs> Excuse no, no, me. by the way, it's Brooklyn Heights. So, like, if anyone oh, is familiar, yeah. it's oh, yeah, a yeah. lovely Heights. community. Oh, yeah. Brooklyn Heights <laughs> is all pretty townhomes. Not where she lives. Okay. She lives in a four-floor walk-up. There's graffiti over the side of the building. Aye. The front door, not only is forget doorman, there's a, it's a four-story walk-up. There is no door lock. The door, front door is never locked. Anybody can it go It sometimes locks. And there are fire escapes. It's like rapists come in. Okay. Burglars yeah. this come is, on over. This is, this is where Kay lives. This is the best part of this. So I what? could my apartment be nicer? Sure. Like, it would be great if lemons didn't roll off the counter when you put them there. It's very oh. slopey. It slopes a lot, but it's fine. But the best part, Wait, the best part was... disgusting. Okay, it's calm down. four stories calm in down. the hallways smell, and you have, to go smell. Through, you have to go through the kitchen... No, no, but this is... Okay. ...to get to so the So this bedroom. is the best part. So my mom... Well, I didn't tell my mom that I was... I didn't show it to her before I rented it. Um, and then I she came in, and she, she burst through the door like... <gasps> panting and then freaks out and says exactly what you just heard there which is are you kidding me there is a fire escape here they're gonna be rapists and robbers in your room every night and I was like okay fine calm down and then she walks through the kitchen to the bedroom because it's a railroad apartment which is like a fairly normal thing you go through the kitchen to get to the bedroom um and then she has another meltdown because there isn't a fire escape on the back of the building and the best part of this, though, is that her solution to that was to get me one of those, like, rope fire ladders that you, like, spool down the side of the building. But the problem is she got, it's, it's a four-flight four flight walk-up. It's a two-flight fire ladder. So I'm not really sure what the plan is jump. there. Duh. What do you think? You, you jump. So you break an arm, but so you, you guys live. are in agreement. Yeah, yeah. you break I, an I arm, would do that. you I break would, a yeah. leg, but you live. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, just not the most thought through. Uh, but yeah, so that's so. One. So Kim, you lived in in LA. Kate, you grew up in LA. Yeah, then I grew you up went in LA. to New York. Well, okay, let's be clear here. I moved to the East Coast for college, and then my mother. Oh, that's that's right. one of Princeton. the stories. That's in, right. okay. Actually, that's one of the stories in my book. My mother chased me to college. Um, I. Uh, my actually, it was my. This is one of the essays. I, I, it was my twentieth. I think twentieth. It was my twentieth birthday, and my mother shows up unannounced in my uh, dorm hall, which isn't a good idea at like seven o'clock in the morning. And so she's she stamps. She's like stomping through the halls, scream singing "Happy Birthday" to me, <laughs> pounding on the door. My hallmates didn't talk to me for like a month after that. And um, she woke everyone up. And then and she she comes in and she's like, "Happy Birthday, honey." And then my present was that she was moving to a like literally my present was that she was moving to a town one hour away from where I was in college. So that's great. Actually, well, hey, I should tell what I think everybody should do that. How are you going to no. keep track of your kids? No, if they move away and go to college, once again, this is helicopter them. parenting. Helicopter is that, parenting. Is that seriously why you did it? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, but how did you up your husband and do that? Five dogs, two cats. Yeah. Husband. Really? We just got in that plane. And how long were you at school? Yeah, and by she... the way, this oh, is the 20. best thing ever. Wait. So we have five. We had, I mean, at that time, we had five dogs and two cats. And um, that's a lot of animal 
to have. But my, so instead of maybe like driving them across the country or figuring out something sane, my mother found a now defunct business called Pet Airways, which is exactly what it sounds like. It's an airline just for pets where the pets like roam free throughout the cabin, <laughs> which was not a great idea and they had when you have Thor on your plane. That was not a good plan. Um, they had to like muzzle him. It was a disaster. But um, yeah, they had like stewardesses that brought like doggy peanuts to the, or whatever dogs aren't, they can eat. Um, and so my mom found, and like the best thing was there was like a news crew that showed up to meet her because like the pet, pet airways was like, wow, this is a nuts, like, puff piece that we can get on like ABC or something to promote our business because this lunatic woman just flew five dogs and two cats across the country on our airline. So the news was like, yeah, we're all over that. And it was like great. So before my mom even moved in, there was a news story about this bonkers woman who was coming to town. So that was how, that was how my mom moved to it's New Jersey. the best thing I ever did, which was to move near her. Oh, Do no, it's, don't, oh, it's miserable. Oh, it's fabulous. No, it's fine. <laughs> um, no, but actually, we, I, that, the college story, one of another story, one of the other stories in my oh, book. Oh, and by the way, just to tell you, this surprise birthday where we were so sweet, we were coming halfway across oh. the country to be near our daughter, and we burst in the dorm room. Let's just say someone wasn't alone. Okay. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, so we gotta have the truth here. Was that the bedwetter? Well, so actually, a different if guy? we're being honest, oh, the bed wait, please oh. don't talk about that. That's bad. What the bedwetter? Yes, but the it's horrible. That is a, you okay. Can you? Shh, that no, but that is, the bedwetter is in that story because I didn't want to put too much on that one boyfriend. Well, so you do is sleep with bedwetters. I don't understand bit. that. Oh, okay, not true. Bedwetter um, boyfriend. Please stop talking. Okay. Um, so, well, I'm going to talk about college, an uplifting topic. So, <laughs> I hate you. Um, one of my, one of did my. Did you or did you not have a boyfriend that was a bedwetter? Okay, he at one time wet the bed, and it was a disaster. And I'm no longer dating him. So, can we move on? Is yes, that... we can okay, move on cool. now. Okay. So, um, so. I just have to ask one thing. Yeah. Like, was it a golden shower situation? Okay, no, no, or? no, we're done. We're done. That's topical. Oh, okay, no. all right, we'll move on. Uh, no, it was not. If it's good enough for the president Can you please you right? stop talking about Donald Trump? Um, oh, God. College. Um, I went there. Uh, and so I don't know, I don't know how... You went to Princeton, okay, by the way. So she's very educated. Okay. She's very, very... Okay, so by the way, like, the, this is the story that I'm about to tell. My mother, this is, okay, just listen to this, because this is helicopter parenting. So I, um... My, my mom and I both, admittedly, but my mom, like, since I was in utero, was obsessed with the idea of me going to an Ivy League college, like, literally from my bedtime stories every night as a child, every night ended with, and you'll go to Harvard, Yale, or Princeton and have a wonderful life. So that's kind of the baseline. Um, and, and, and yeah, so when I was applying to college, my mother and I kind of lost it. It was like to the point, and I decided that I wanted to go to Princeton because I did that hellish college tour week with my mom. I don't know if any of you have ever had that experience. 
If you can avoid it, do. Um, but so we did that, and I wanted, to, I definitely wanted to go to Princeton, and it, it got to the point where the woman at the Princeton front desk recognized my mother by voice. Like she would call the main line at Princeton. And the woman would be like, oh, hi, Kim. Let me get you over to admissions one sec. And then that was how it happened. So we were pretty obsessed. And my mom got it in her head that there was this one admissions officer in particular who, if I met him, I was going to for sure get in in her brain. This was like, without question, I was going to get into college if I met this guy. Wait a minute. I had it on that. Well, that's true. But I had it on very good authority. Okay. Can you clarify? Here we go. Tell. Can you tell who the good authority is that you have yeah. this on? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. It's the mom, the mother. Okay. Of a girl who had graduated in the same high school two years before her, who also got it. Who so got into Princeton? Another neurotic Jewish mother. Yes. Is your bulletproof source? Yeah. And for she that. told me that this guy, this admissions officer, was the only one at Princeton not looking for math and science geniuses that they were looking for, he looked for artists and writers, because most of the people that go to Princeton are like, you know, math science whizzes. That's and not so, real. Well, that is true. Okay. But, uh, but so any, my mom got it into her head that I like had to meet this guy. And I don't really remember exactly the details. They're in the book. But like, for whatever reason, this guy, I think it was that he only serviced the Southeast Corridor of people. And like, yeah, the, he wasn't coming to yeah, LA. Yeah, he wasn't ever going to, I grew up in LA, so he was never going to be in Los Angeles. Um, and so we had to meet him. So my mom and I stalked the schedule of his admissions information sessions and we stalked him across the country to a random hotel like I think it was like a southern Virginia Marriott and we flew all the way across the country to stage like a chance encounter with this man so on the red eye yeah and so so we get there and but the problem was that we didn't know when this guy would be arriving to give the information session but we knew that he was going to arrive at some point that day. So at like seven, six, seven o'clock in the morning, my mother and I like down to the lobby. And we sat on this like plywood bench waiting for this man for a full eight hours. I'm like a hundred percent sure the clerk thought that we were just prostitutes by the end of the thing. Like there's no world where that's not the case. Um, well, mother, daughter, Jewish hookers, something like that. Because that's like a better, yeah. that's, they were suspicious while okay, we were there. Mother, daughter, yeah. Jewish hookers. Yes. Um, and we, we literally had generously, generously, a two-minute conversation with this. It was funny because we both, like, when he walked through the door, we had stalked him on the internet because we, so we knew what he looked like. And he was also wearing, like, the Princeton colors tie and everything. So we immediately both just looked at each other and sprang up. And we were like, oh, Mr. Lee? What are you doing here? This is so crazy. I'm here for what? It, what oh, I like, said, oh, this is such a coincidence. We're here for Cousin Jamie's Bad Mitzvah. Yeah, that's what it was. What are you doing at this oh, hotel? Oh, and he... But it worked. Yeah, and, well, okay, calm down. We had, again, we had a two-minute conversation with this man, and my mother still credits that with being the reason that I got into Princeton. It is. It's not. Okay, wait, I have something else to say here. Okay. Okay, may I? I don't okay. know what you're going to do. Did you just stand up for one second? No. Just for me, please. Just stand up. Why? It's very just comfortable stand, just here. Just stand right up here. Okay, okay, my dress is very wrinkly. That's I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. And today on the <laughs> runway we have... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Okay, no, this is good. This is really, this is important. Okay, we, uh, this has been a huge book tour. And Kate and I were 
delighted to go on this book tour and meet everyone. We've been going to 35 cities. What is, are you and like? Let me finish. And she really wants. They don't care about Let this. me finish. Okay. She wants to talk about this book. And I'm happy for her because, as I said, she was a New York Times bestselling right, author. Right, for the book Crazy Jewish Mom? Is yes, that what it was called? the book Crazy Jewish right. Mom. And you should all buy the book. But beyond that, besides that, she's here to talk about her book and hopefully to sell the book. That's not why I'm here. She's single. No, no, okay. No, stop, no, stop, no. Stop, stop. First of all, I am not. I am in a serious relationship. Okay, serious Everything relationship. Is fine. Ladies and gentlemen, three years, no ring. Okay. How serious is that? Right? Look at the ring. Look at her finger. Okay. Well, she, I'm actually wearing a ring. Yeah, she tonight. bought herself those rings. Okay. It's sad. It's very it's sad. Sad. So it's a pretty ring that I like second. wearing. But three sorry. years, no ring. So if I have to go to every JCC in the country okay. to find her a guy, oh, Oh, I'm going. Don't clap. And so I'm here traitors, to say, all of you. I know. Wait, but, but first of all, look at her. She's got great teeth. Look at that smile. Oh. No, she's got great <laughs> teeth. Beautiful teeth. She's adorable. Mom, mom. And she's written up a New York Times bestseller. If you have any names and numbers, yeah, crazy George. do not be shy. No, no. no. Stop. Bring them to me no, at the end of the no, evening. It's not. Okay? Don't do it. Okay. It's not You're happening. saying don't I'm do it. I'm going to sit down now. Okay, fine. Okay. Good talk. Just want to tell you one thing. We're all laughing here. Meanwhile, Super Jew, as I call him, three years. That's what she lovingly calls my boyfriend. It's not going to work. It's not her boyfriend. She doesn't want to commit. He doesn't want to commit. I don't care about getting married. Move on. Both of them should move on to find other people. Meanwhile, her eggs are just dropping out of her. Okay. Even as we stand here. Uh, Kate, so, what's your plan? I mean, three years is a really long time. Thank you. Really? I would not allow it okay. personally, but. Well, I'm fine with my yeah. decisions. No, she's not. Um, yeah, she's we're going to we're going to help you through this. No, okay. she's saying it's that not to that say hard. you. Yeah. Let's really... take a vote. No, no, How no. How many people here think three years and no ring is too long? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you all can leave. <laughs> uh, it's fine. He's a How long wonderful are you guy. Wait? I, I, How long are you going to wait? Okay. <sighs> Because I don't get enough of this. this How many is, people here have grandchildren? Okay. okay, it's just a personal no, question I, I have. Because I, I still, so there's been no answer it's fine. for it. So the answer What's is... What's fine? Okay. How many people have grandchildren Mom, here? I can't... Raise your hands. Yeah, I don't. Okay. I have no grandchildren. <laughs> Should we... Let's go to this sperm bank after this? Do you want to go? Is there a nearby you know, sperm bank? Can I bank? just ask, why don't you go to the sperm bank, pick out what you want for her, and just reserve them? And then don't give her no ideas. problem. She has well, she, she has set. a turkey baster, so I, uh, I don't yeah, no, feel comfortable great, with that. I also would like freezing of the eggs. Okay, we get it. You could do that. Why not uh, freeze eggs? To answer your question, young eggs are great. Thank you. Okay. To answer your question, I am just very comfortable with where my relationship is. Relationship. Okay, and that is all that I have to say about that. So okay. <laughs> there we go. Okay, and meanwhile... And wait, but I just want to... Wait, I actually want to say something. Okay, so my mom says a lot of things like that, and she, she texts me a lot of those things, and I put them on the internet. And I do feel bad sometimes because it is... A, you know, she gets this kind of bad rap sometimes for being this like backwards anti-feminist woman who sets other women back a hundred years. I could care less. I know, but 
I do. And but in truth, like you know, first of all, you're looking at a very particular moment in time. Like my career, as much as she complains about my health insurance situation, my career is like relatively on track. My entire childhood, like she f- did not want me look even talking to boys or girls or whatever I was interested in. Nope. You know, she 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 was really focused on my. Well, education. maybe that's what's going on. That's it, Kim. No, I'm not a lesbian. I happen to just be a heterosexual woman oh, okay. who wants to get married at some point. And I have, don't care. Okay. I just want the babies. Um, but, I want the but, babies. But, but, I don't care who she's with. Okay. But no, but but I I do I do kind of feel bad because you're sort of you're definitely on Instagram and obviously I'm only posting the funny things that she says like her grocery list I don't think would interest anyone but she texts me that too um, I think I think you know she she does get this kind of rap for being this anti-feminist woman and in writing my book something that was really really important to me was to bring out and to show people this other side of her personality which is truly the most central piece of who she is. She's kind of this raging feminist. Like she protested and all of the, like she wore, she, she, she. Wasn't she arrested? She, oh, more a, than once? Multiple times. Um, but she, she, she protested, wow. she protested in I the first. I hope you're all coming January 21st. Okay, mom. Because I'm sure I'll be arrested in Washington again. I don't want to mark And she's you. coming too. I am not coming to jail with you. Oh, yes, um, you are. But, <laughs> Uh, but no, but she, you know, she, she protested, she carried a sign that read birth control pills for men. And, you know, she, but beyond that too, in, in her career, something that a lot of people don't know about my mom is that she, um, was a very successful television director. She directed Star Trek, Deep Space Nine, Beverly Hills 90210, uh, The Love Boat, L.A. Law, and she's Emmy nominated for directing L.A. Law. Um, what other shows? Lizzie McGuire. Um, Dynasty. Dynasty. All, all, a lot of, a lot of really, really major, major shows. And these, and she was directing at a time in Hollywood and entertainment when there were no women working in entertainment and. Yeah. In directing, there were some. Well, but I mean, but no, relatively speaking, like it was, there were very, very few women, Mm. excuse me, very few women working in entertainment at the time. So she really did blaze the trails for a lot of young women who are working in Hollywood today, myself included. So uh, that was really important to me to have come through in the book. One one of my favorite stories that I kind of, yeah, I'm gonna do it. One of my favorite stories, you know what's about to happen. Yeah. Uh, so one of my favorite stories in the in that's part of the book that is I just think the perfect explanation of who my mom is. I do want to do this here. Um so so her agent when she was in when she moved out to LA got her a an interview at Paramount Pictures which is like a big media company um to direct an a big action movie like one of those blockbuster action movies um it was an interview with this very very big executive at Paramount Pictures and you know she the guy the agent basically told her listen this guy is not going to hire a woman to direct an action movie, but you should take the meeting because you never know what's going to happen. You never, like, it could lead to other opportunities and it's a good relationship to have. Yeah, go ahead. Why don't you tell it? All right. So she's right. There was no chance. I I had barely been in L.A. two minutes and I was directing a little bit of television. I really had no experience. 
so I said to the agent, I, you know, I don't want to go in and waste this time. He said, no, no, go in, just have the meeting. You're not going to get it, but it's good to meet people, as she said. So I went into this guy, and this is, you have to understand, a big producer. He was like Mr. Testosterone. All his movies, I believe that was the official title. Well, all his movies were like penises and guns, and guns and penises. And so I went in, and I sat down, and I, I mean, I didn't want to seem like an idiot, so I just said, look, I really appreciate you taking the meeting with me. I don't want to waste your time, though, because you know, and I know we both know, you are never going to hire me or any other woman to direct one of your action movies. But I know why, because you don't think I have what it takes. But I do, and I got one. And I reached into my purse, and I pulled out a giant dildo, and I slammed it on the desk, and it was like wobbling, you know, away. Thank God we have props. Props. And, um, well, I didn't get the job, but, but, yeah. but we actually became, we became very good friends, and he actually helped mentor me and get me a lot of future big television work. So the moral of the story is that you should everyone should bring dildos to job interviews. Is that the, yes. the moral? <laughs> yes. Don't bring do that. Bring dildos no, to no, job don't interviews. Clap. Bad yes. advice. Really bad advice. Bring your dildos okay. to job interviews. Don't. I don't um, do jobs, but okay. Yeah. It's <laughs> my motto. But that's. I think that that's that's probably one of my favorite stories. And and I you know I, that was something that was really important. Not the dildo specifically, but like my mom's feminism. That was something that was really important to me to have come through in the book. And I'm I'm very happy with the way that it that it as came she was through. writing the book, she like kept interrogating me. Oh, yeah. This was a so, mistake. Well, it was good. At the end of the day, it was good. But I went home to write my book. I lived at home for, like... I had an apartment, too, but I, like, I moved home, essentially, to just, like, be able to talk to my mom over dinner to, like, hear different stories that maybe I didn't know about her life. And I think the book is a lot better for it because, you know, for the dildo story, that's something I didn't know about. Also didn't know that my mom wrote porn when she first moved out to Los Angeles. <laughs> She doesn't. She hey, doesn't. I'm proud of that. Okay, she doesn't remember her What's porn matter? name. He's pointing at us. Oh, it's time. Oh, is it time already? We're not oh, gosh. ready. I'm not ready yet. I want to hear more. To Q and A. Thank okay. you. Thank okay. you, Big Daddy. Okay. No, it's good. Okay. Um, I'm not. I am not ashamed. I did write porn. Okay. No, did but you have the a porn promise, name. So, no, that was the thing. She doesn't remember her porn name. I've been trying to find her pornos everywhere. So if anyone has seen. The Bionic Tool or Beverly Hills Cock, a 1970s porn film. I would love to talk to you. Um, Do you not have it anywhere? No, she doesn't. Can't find I was it. trying to find Aww. it, but I can't. Um, but they might have changed the title since then. Then they did porn on actual film and they had, believe it or not, screenwriters. And a young actor said to me, you know, we need to make some extra money. Do you want to write porn? And so yeah, she had like no money when she moved out. To we LA, wrote which porn. We this. wrote porn scripts to support ourselves while we were trying to be. It's better than doing porn, right? That's yeah. a good thing you were just writing it. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe not. I don't know how you would have I wasn't asked. I, I, <laughs> I wasn't asked. asked. Yeah. Okay. Um, how do you? How do you like still just hang? I don't. I don't get how you. How I hang? Can still hang out together. Are you yeah. kidding? When she came home to write the book, it was oh, a fucking nightmare. Yeah, it wasn't great. It wasn't good. Um, it was. It, we reverted a little bit to our high school dynamic, and I think that, I mean, if you are have ever been a teenage girl, you know that you don't typically get along with your mom. For you're nodding. Um, yeah, it was. It was like a war zone in our house. It was, but you know, I think that actually, as much as 
that is true. And we've had challenging patches in our relationship before, mostly because she would harass me about getting into college. That was like really the biggest thing. Um, and But at the end of the day, I, as an adult now sort of, and also on this tour and just rediscovering our relationship a little bit, I guess. What do you, you think it's bad? It's cheesy what I'm about to say? Okay. okay. Can you not like live critique my <laughs> what I'm saying here? Um, okay. So, but it was going to be a nice thing. But, but it's, I think that like one of the things that I've realized is that all of the things that my mom really, really advocated for strongly, let's say, um, are things that I'm very, very glad that I have in my life. So I don't want to say that your mom is always right, but I've sort of had to come to terms with the fact that my mom is usually right about... Okay. Sometimes, sometimes. No, don't oh clap. She's got, she has enough. All right. Um, but yeah, but I, th I honestly think that if anything, it's not that we've been pushed further apart. I think this has brought us closer together. No, this act is good. hell being in a plane with her a lot now. Like that's not. She embarrasses you like oh, hell, I'm sure. mortifying. Yeah. I look the for guys. That yeah. she does. Oh, fuck. She talks. Oh, she talks. Are you, like, going to Are you sitting in first class? Every, no. Okay, so do you go class. up and you tell her, you say like to the flight attendant, <laughs> Don't give I need her to go ideas. up there. No. You need to go no, up no, to first class. It. Well, I, what the hell? In regular, we talked to guys, we talked to guys sitting outside waiting. The thing is, to my mom in. just talks to everyone oh, okay, in the okay. world, so a few guys slip in there. Somehow. Just That's give good. me the names nope, and numbers don't. after, and I'll fly her to wherever you need. Her she to be. won't because I won't go. Yes, she will. Um, okay, so on prostitution, maybe we should <laughs> open it up. For questions, do you want to? Let's do that. Do that? Okay. Whoever wants to ask a question, please another, come wait, 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 up to the second. mic right here. Wait, but we do you want to just? Should we just scream it? We can we just can say scream, it back. But they can, if you don't want to come to the mic, you can scream it to us. And I I'll have just, to ask I'll a say question, it again though. so people can. We hear. lost two people. Did anyone find out? It was probably at porn. It was they, probably was the porn. porn? I don't know. We lost two people. Probably okay, at go ahead. Or maybe my vagina. Maybe the gynecology story. Okay. So the question is, how old am I? I assume you didn't ask her because she'll murder you. Uh, <laughs> I really. am 27. I'm about to be 28, actually, in a, like 10 days. I don't even know when my birthday is. Yes, we're going to is. Washington for the march, and we're celebrating her birthday on the 20th. Yeah, I didn't get to decide what I was going to do and for then, my birthday. No, no. And the 21st, we're marching. Okay. So 20, with a, with almost a, 28. With a lawyer in D.C. who I know's number written okay, on Okay, yes, hands. mother. We got it. You're, That's fine. Your son is twenty. Younger man is great. Okay. Cougars. Younger men is great. Younger men are great. Okay, thank and you. And cougars. I got a young one. Look at the bald one over there. Oh, oh, that's the time that's guy. The young one. All right. Yeah. Very good. Sorry to objectify you. Um, <laughs> so, other questions out here? Oh, yes, back there. Okay. The question. Let me repeat it. The question is to Kim, what was or is your mother like? My mom passed away, and she was fabulous, and a fabulous grandmother to you. And she, you're yeah, you're allowed to drink. And no, no side eye. And okay. she was the opposite of me yeah, in personality. Yeah, the exact opposite. Very quiet, very mellow, didn't ever ask me, like, what time I was coming home, where my homework Sleep assignment Sleep outside was. people's houses no. when you had sleepovers. She was the actual, the act, but I was raised at a different time where we didn't have locks on our doors, you know, we just, sure. so it was a different, it was a different time, but she was great, but she was very smart, and 
she was widowed pretty early in life and raised us as a single mom and always worked, always had a business. And my sister and I, we just assumed we had to have a career and we had to be able to support ourselves. You know, you, you know she actually said early on, um, you don't like me to say this, oh, but God. she did. I don't believe she said it. She did say it, and I said it to you. She said when we were about to go out with guys and everything, she goes, look, first of all, you have to put your schoolwork and your career first, <coughs> guys second, because guys think with their penises. Just remember that. And I thought that was good advice, because guys do think with their penises. my dear, sweet yes, she grandmother she did. ever yes, said that. Yes, she did. I don't buy it. Nope. Uh, is, that, is that answer? Okay, any other questions out here? You've terrified everyone You're into terrified. submission. No, yes. Okay, yes, back here. It's not so much a question, but I'm based on the and my Okay, hey, next question, please. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, yes. Kegels, I'm telling okay, you. Wait, wait, let me repeat it. Yes. Oh. She's eight months pregnant. Okay. Which makes my daughter cringe because she knows how much I want. Yeah, no, thank you yet again for that. Okay. And she said that her OBGYN says yay no, her for Kegels. birthing class, not a doctor. And her birthing class. Yes, and her OBGYN. Okay. Yes. Kegels are important. Okay. For the men, too. Everything they is are. terrible. Okay. Uh, other questions? Yes. The question was, do I have any siblings? And I will answer, does it seem like I have siblings? <laughs> because, no, <laughs> I do not have siblings. <laughs> yeah. Uh, any other questions? How many grandkids do you plan on giving your mom? How, oh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, should I go? Like, this room has turned on me in a very dark way. Question was, how many grandkids do I plan on giving my mom? I plan on giving my mom none grandkids. I will have children, and she can be slightly involved. No, that's the other thing. I'm very worried that my mom will just steal any children that I have. Like, that's a very real... Concern, unless I live in Brooklyn. Or name them Brooklyn. No, that's oh. Yeah. Unless I name them Brooklyn. Oh. I think she would just steal them and then legally change yeah. their name. And she will not live with my grand spawn in Brooklyn. That's not gonna happen. All right, we'll see. Manhattan uh, or Jersey? Why is it, okay? We're not gonna we're do not this gonna now. Do. Uh, any other questions here? You've we have sh just shocked everyone. All right, here, yes. Yeah, go ahead. Sure. Please be nice to me. Just, oh, be nice to you? I yeah. am going to be really nice okay. to you, actually. I appreciate um, it. So we've heard rumor, not going to ask for confirmation of a second book. Oh. Uh, but I wanted to ask, how much do you truly appreciate just how much your mom instilled with you, you know, those really good qualities of going and tracking down the Princeton guy? I mean, those are things that most moms don't go above and beyond for. And oh, yeah. What do you appreciate no, okay. about your mom at this point, you know? Actually, you know what? That's fine. A little... That's funny. Someone just said, take her, please. Um, uh, okay, so a couple parts to the... The first part... Okay, well, first... Okay, first the question... The part about the instilling good... No, I'm incredibly grateful for all of that, of course. You know, I think that... You, I wouldn't be where I am without 
my mom specifically, but someone who instilled all of those like really pushy intense. I was actually, we just got a, we have an advice column that we do, um, ask mom and spawn because uh, people write us questions. Um, and, and someone asked about college admissions today and I, we were just, we were just writing about this and it, it really, the, I think the best thing that she taught me was, and it's hard when you're in high school and when you're young or even when you're not, it's hard in general to not be scared of people, I think in general, but especially in high school. And she would always say to me, cause I would, I would try to write to these producers and professional people that were like my idols that had produced movies that I loved and had written plays that I loved. And I was always just so terrified and nervous to write to them. And she would always say to me, what is the worst thing that's going to happen? They don't answer, okay? They answer and they say they're not, you're not gonna die from any of those things. So like, it's fine, just do it. And then when you, when you think about it that way and you sort of put it into perspective, you become fearless. And I think that's, my mother is fearless and, and that is one of the things that I still struggle with, but is I think the thing that I admire most about her and the thing that I value most that she taught me. And she's pretty fearless herself. I, I must that. say, oh I'm yeah, in a neurotic. gentle way. You're dead. You're dealing right, but you're pretty fearless. Deeply neurotic. You're pretty fearless. Um, you should see her on stage. Okay, sometimes. stop, mother. Oh my god. We're literally on a stage right no, now. No, I mean when way. you're acting. I mean acting. Okay. I mean acting. Uh, and then the other. What was the other question? Second book. Oh, second book. Yeah. Okay. So I'm working. Just she started the second oh. book. Right. Not, I'm not allowed to say anything. So I'm working. <laughs> All right, then. Uh, yeah, so I'm working on a second book. Uh, and this is being recorded, so thank you for that. Can uh, I tell the other thing? Well, I've, I was going to say that. Because, ahead, I mean, tell. I'm working on that, but it's a little bit on the back burner because the thing that I'm focused on most right now is I'm working on a scripted television adaptation of the book and the Instagram account and the whole thing. Um, I'm working with CBS Studios and Ryan Seacrest Productions, so... It's very exciting, and hope. I mean, it's. By the way, let's not wow because it's literally getting this far is very good and it's exciting. But I, I grew up. My mom was a television director, so I'm very realistic about the chances of even getting past this point. So you know, I'm cautiously optimistic. But it's something. That's the thing that I'm really, in terms of on, on the writing side, that's what I'm most focused on right now. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely will be a second book. But this is sort of the main priority at the moment. Uh, yes, uh, I'll get you in a second. Let me grab you first. Yep. Yeah. So the question is, what was my career trajectory? What was I working on before I started the Instagram accounts? Yeah. So first, I was working for an insane cat lady. Um, <laughs> I got out of college and I had no idea what to do with my life. I knew that I wanted to be in entertainment. I was with a horrible boyfriend, so I didn't want to move out to Los Angeles. The bed letter. <clears throat> okay. Um, I, uh, I, um, so I started working with this lady who was like, she literally is just, she had no, she's paying me, so that was good, but like she had no, she was a reality television producer, but she wasn't. She was just a cat lady that like had people, very wealthy cat lady that had people like executing her ideas. So that, but it was a good experience because I had to do a lot of stuff myself. And then I got a real job at um, Condé Nast, which is like a big media conglomerate for anyone who doesn't know. They have Vogue and Teen Vogue and Condé Nast Traveler and 
um, what other Bon Appetit, like every, like a lot, most of the major magazines that you would think of, they run. Um, and I got hired in the digital group to produce digital videos for them. And it was actually, it was actually, it was Condé Nast Entertainment. It was a new startup within the larger Condé Nast family. Um, and they were, we were producing video across all of the different brands. So I was mostly working on Bon Appetit and Teen Vogue. So uh, very different <laughs> brands. And I was doing video for, for both of those. And it was, it, I was gonna say, it was actually a really great uh, experience because it was that was the first place where I even learned what a social media influencer is and that's what I what we do now kind of sort of so that I, I think it was really good because that was my first exposure to it and I you know maybe something about just being exposed to that clicked and I maybe that's why this worked out on some level so yeah how many, is true. How many of you have Instagram? Does that answer that's how yeah. many of you have Instagram accounts Oh, you're all on. How many of you follow her Instagram account? It's your Instagram account, but that's well, okay. Well, I don't know. I'm not, I don't even know on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, by but the way, okay, this is the other give thing. Give them your Instagram she always again. They can always go on it she now. They're on the No, but some aren't on it, you know? <sighs> okay. So this, this is the other thing that my mom complains about. She's like, I'm not on Instagram. My daughter never put me on it. Not true. I created an Instagram account, that, I think for you, because you weren't really even like interested, but when it went viral, she was like, oh, I want to see it. So I downloaded Instagram on her phone created an account for her and she immediately forgot where to find it on her phone and also her password. So it's not too much. It's whatever. I'm, I'm so Facebook. that's the I'm other Facebook. thing. Yes, Facebook. we know. Facebook. Also, if you go on the the Crazy Jewish Mom Facebook page and like my author page on Facebook, she sometimes comments from her per it's just terrible. <laughs> It's a nightmare. But she's actually better at Facebook than she was. It's, it's, I hate her on Facebook. It's horrible in general. But she's a lot better at it now. She still doesn't know how to do links, so she just posts poorly formatted screenshots of articles when she's trying to sh tell anyone anything. Um, but but she, she used to be a lot worse because when, I fir when she first, you hate the story, but I'm going to tell it. When she first got Facebook, it was, I was in college at the time, she didn't understand the difference between the search bar and the status update bar. It's a dangerous thing. She, so I used to like come home from class to Kim Friedman, which is her name. Kim Friedman is Kate Friedman Siegel, Kate Friedman Siegel, Kate Friedman Siegel, a hundred times in a row. I learned. I so learned. she's, it's better now. I learned. Um, there was another question. I don't even remember. Wait, but what, there, I had a woman, I'll get you, was, I, there was an ending to that. I don't remember. What was the question again? About your background. Oh, yeah. That was, is that enough? That's good? Okay, fine. Yeah. And she majored in. Oh, yeah. And that's, by the way, that in? was until, and she's very happy with all of that. And then she still, to this day, complains <laughs> that, like, I quit my job, as you heard earlier. Also, but also, I, I, I think the thing about my mom is, and this is good because it, I think it keeps me motivated and, and keeps law school. Well, that's what I'm about to yeah. say. Uh, I think that there will never be a point in my life, like no matter what I do, no matter how much I accomplish, where it's like, and good, like you did, that's fine, that's great. It's never, I'm, we're never gonna have that moment. It's always like on the plane here and just now, but on the plane here, like I'm on a book tour, I wrote a pretty successful book. Things are looking up. My mother says to me, are you sure you don't want to go to back to law school? I really, I mean, it's a more secure profession. Like, there's just always something that could be better, that I could be doing better. So I don't know that there will ever be that moment. You're right. Okay. Uh, so back here, yeah. 
Well, that's a good... I feel like that's more of a question for you. The question was, uh, in, outside of starting this Instagram account to embarrass my mother, which wasn't the intent, thank you, uh, but w- uh, what have I done to embarrass you? Do you have an answer? I don't, I don't think I'm embarrassing. Well, one thing is that she's staying with the same guy for three years. Okay. No ring. I mean, how dumb is that? She went to... Pre- what did you major in in Princeton? English. Well... Something went wrong there because... Well, I mean, it's the most useless major. But you're like, a Princeton I have, graduate. I'm qualified for nothing. Like you, there's... you actually think that you're going to wind up with this guy? Okay. Please. Very okay. good. Um, any th- okay, back here. Yep. <laughs> dad. Question about my dad. Uh, he is, like, just very... I mean, there couldn't be two of her in a relationship, so he's the exact opposite. Like, just very calm... Reserved. It's like a. Bo- I don't want to say boring, but like a retired no, he's lawyer. Not boring. He's just calm. He's just he's calm. calm and mellow. He's just yeah. calm. He's and mellow. Yeah. And so. And I think like. Um, I tried to explain. To, he also like you heard the AOL reference earlier. <laughs> oh, they're both. They both have AOL email addresses. And. Um, <laughs> I, he, ever like all of the people above a certain age are like, what's wrong with that? Um, but there's a lot wrong with that. Uh, but, but so I tried to explain to him what social media is and like what the Instagram account is. Didn't go well. He, um, I, I tried to explain that I post, I share these conversations and I share things about our life on the internet. And he was like, okay, so you put things out there and then people can see that, but they can't see into what you're doing all the time. I was like, no, I'm not running a live webcam service. That's, so he doesn't, he's very excited that things are going well, but he has no idea what any of it is. My mother barely has a handle, and she doesn't really. So that's, yeah. Um, any other questions? Right here. Does the boyfriend like your mother? Good question. Does the boyfriend like my mother? Who cares? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say yes. So the thing is, I think that he thinks that she's funny, which I, I think as much as she's about to say, like, I'm not kidding at all. Everything is real. Was that what you were about to say? About how you feel about him? Keep going. Okay. I, I, I think that she likes him and a lot of it is tongue in cheek and they have like a good banter back and forth. And I, you know, uh, he's a very good sport. My mom says a lot of things and all of the things that she oh, says. please, good sport my ass. Okay. Have you all heard the expression, why buy the cow when you can get the milk for free? So I'm a cow in this well, example. Well, maybe as a metaphor. All right. But, but I mean, seriously, of course he's good natured and finds this all. Well, as the metaphorical cow, I am going to finish answering. Uh, they, they, he, I think that like, he finds her funny. He's also like, I'm not easy. So I think he kind of knew what he was getting into. And, and also all of the things that she says online and here, she says to his face. So it's not like there's any new information that he's finding out about later. So that probably helps. Yeah, I, um, took him, I took him to a jewelry shop. Okay. And I show, I did. I did. Yeah. I took pictures. I know. You also invited him to a gay male strip club the night you met him. So that I was did. I did. fun. I did. Um, but she, I it's a long him- story. She has these like stripper friends that... It, I did it's a documentary. It's please. Okay. But anyway, a I did take him to a jewelry store and he got very like red in the face and right. you know, I showed him rings and he knows how I feel. I mean, I keep saying to him, "So, 
when is it going to happen? And he goes, well, you know, it's not the right time. Believe I don't believe me. any of that. It ain't. Okay. It's not. Okay. How do you think they're going to actually stay married if they get married? Well, Wait, they're not what? getting married. What do you mean? Like, they're with not you hovering. getting married. Oh, we're fine. We're dealing with it. Okay. But they're not ha- getting married. Over, please. All right. Okay. So what about somebody else, though? Like, do you think that, don't you think you'll corrupt, like, her whole, like, marriage? Well, Me? no, no, no. Here's the thing. No. I, I do no. have to say this. Like, as challenging as she can be and is right now specifically, um, I definitely need to be with someone who can handle my mom because... Notice for, she said that. I have to be with someone. So that must mean that she needs to No, no, no. And he too. can handle my mom. So <laughs> that's... Just get that out of the way. But no, but truly, I mean, I, you know, if you don't like my mom, then it's like at the end of the day, it's not really going to work out. I don't out. care about marriage. I want... To go to the sperm bank. You said that Yes, earlier. I want babies. Okay. I want grandchildren. Whoa, so whoa, let's whoa, move whoa. on to the... Okay. Again, I just want to ask for numbers. Okay, we got it. People are aware and they will... It doesn't have to be for a husband at this point. Okay. It can be for sperm. Okay. <laughs> well, it can. It can't. Um, Anybody else? Yeah, let's... Okay, any yes, sperm? over here. To say any Anybody sperm? else? Yeah. Any okay, yes. Yes, go ahead. Oh. No, 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 no. <laughs> nope, I'm not even going to repeat that question. <laughs> we're, we're good. Oh, she... no. No, no. Has a fabulous voice. She was in many plays, Mom, many musicals, but she's just like shy okay, I'm now. I'm very sorry. As an adult, she's like, please. Okay, I, the question just was, can I, one. I'm not uh, How about the you a- can sing. Asian Boys Lament? No, please don't say that oh, okay. title. <laughs> it was, okay, okay, now I have to freaking explain. Explain. All right, right, one more question. Wait, I know I can't leave Asian Boys Lament. Oh, you gonna? Okay, all right. It's a great okay, song. So shut your mouth. No. Hole. Okay, so I wrote a play in high school called Getting In, and it was a it was a musical because uh, I wasn't as if it, I wasn't obsessed enough with like college admissions. I wrote a musical about getting into college called getting in and so like my genius thing was that all of the characters were different stereotypes so like they didn't have names there was just asian boy like it was like the the archetypes that like that colleges like think about kids in it's like oh this is the asian boy this is like the water polo guy and like the ocd girl and like all these different characters that like colleges break you down into which probably was offensive and my mom just said it out loud so that's where we are. That was a great song, Asian okay. Boys Lament. Great. Let's not. That's the actually that's the one that she sang for my gynecologist. So <laughs> there and you the go. And the chorus was, "Why not a plus?" Okay. <laughs> Let's move on. I'm sorry. I'm not going to sing. I love you, but I'm and I appreciate you Hamilton? being here. Hamilton? Would you sing some Hamilton? Y- y- no. What's your name? That's My not, name that's is That's not even the lyric. It's, what's your name, oh. man? What's your name, I'm man? I'm not going to... Alexander... <laughs> okay. it's a, that's the speaking part. Okay. Okay. <laughs> also, I don't think that, like... Okay, let's move on. Yeah, next question. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I want to hear if there's a funny um, Hollywood directing story to yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, I can tell... This isn't really a funny oh. one. <laughs> so not what you are. Oh, well, let's get our handkerchiefs out. Should we cry? No, no, it's funny. I mean, it's cool. It's another, like, feminist story, if that works for this? you. What is this? The, 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 um, I'll tell it. 
Stop it. Um, so it, it, my mom, another time that she was working... Oh, the question was, is there a story that it's funny and I'm not going to oh, tell a funny story? Oh, no, I like that. Can I... Should I tell it? You want, are you talking about the editing room? Yes. Oh, okay. Do you want to tell it? Do you she, want was on, she, was edit, she was on Star Trek. You can tell it. I just want to say Star okay. Trek because you always forget to say Star Trek. Yeah. I don't remember if it was Star Trek Deep Space Nine or Star Trek Voyager, but it was at, one of the Star Treks at Paramount. And... Um, I had, I was done shooting, um, and we cast him, and I had done shooting, it was a long shoot, I remember it was like 10 days, and I went into the editor's room, and I hadn't met him before because he was editing a different episode when I had started this, and so I went into the editing room, and it was covered with vaginas, porn, hustler, Open leg. Open I mean, it was graphic pornography. It was graphic wallpapering the walls on every wall. And he and his other male assistant were in there and saying, "Oh hi, yeah. Oh, we love your film. Come on in. We're going to start editing today." And I said, "No, we're not. <laughs> we're not starting to edit in here." I said, "All this stuff has to come down." Well, they said to me, "No, this is our editing room. We live here. This is our office. We want this stuff up." And I said, "Well, when I'm not here." You can have whatever you want. Up. <laughs> Which is like generous, by the way. Very generous. Like, <laughs> I said, but I am no place not, in a work. I am not working in here until the stuff comes down. And they said to me, now you remember this several, many years ago, before all the lawsuits, and they said to me, uh, we're, we're not taking it down. I said, really? I said, okay. And I went off into the Star Trek office and talked to the producers, and they said, well, do you really want to make a big thing about it's this? It's also, I just also want to, like, contextualize your word that from yeah. earlier. It's a big Can, word, I want Mom. to contextualize this a little bit. Like, my mom, on a set, on a television set, the hierarchy is the director runs the show. Like, that's it. What they say goes, period, end of sentence. So the fact that this guy is even questioning someone in that position is insane. So, like, just right. keep that in mind. They were very nice. He was very nice about it, but he said, no, this is Anyway, I go to the Star Trek office. I go to the producers. They said, do you really want to start something? I said, yeah, I really do. And women and, producers were, were like, you just leave it alone. Yeah, let's just know. leave it alone. I mean, you know, you're, one of the, you're the only woman director on Star Trek. And I said, I'm not leaving it alone. So the next thing I know, this great woman who's, I guess, head of... HR, head of council, right? head, the head counsel of Paramount Pictures comes storming in because I called their office and told HR about it in a suit. You know, we're all in jeans and rags, you know, when we're directing. So she's in a fabulous, like, Armani suit and power high heels. Suit. She a power suit, you're right, with the shoulder pads. And she comes in and she just said, What? They've got porn up. Let's go to the editing room. <laughs> and she, we go march. She was gorgeous. This girl was like absolutely beautiful. We go marching over to the editing room, and she looks around and she said, "Oh my God!" She couldn't believe that it was actually up in a work environment at Paramount. And she said to the guys, "Okay, this has to come down now." And they said again, "But this is our home. Did we have her here 14 hours a day? You know, we're not we're not offending anybody." And she goes, "Okay, here's your choice." You're fired, and I think she said at the count of ten. <laughs> and at the count, or the pictures come down, and I'm going to start counting now. And she started, and I counted with the her. Pictures, one, two. Those the pictures, pictures were ripped off the wall sooner than you know. Yeah. So that's a that's a fun story. Oh, I actually have. I as she was talking, I thought of a funny story. You did. Yes. 
I don't remember if this is in the book because I wrote so many drafts of so many different stories. I'm genuinely not sure <laughs> if this is in or not, but I'm going to tell it. So when my mom is, again, deeply neurotic, the smog mask probably can give you a hint as to how neurotic um, about, and, and was like especially so about my safety when I was a kid. I know people are leaving. We're people okay. are fleeing it's fine. We, Thank room. you for coming. Have you a good day. You gotta get your book signed. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, but wait. Can't leave. I just, listen, let me just listen. So, so. They, they are really so I understand. It's okay. <laughs> Have a good night. It's fine. I hate you. You're dead to me. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, but, uh, but so the, so, so, so my mom was like incredibly neurotic about the things that I was allowed to be exposed to, especially as a developing child. So she always brought me to set as a screaming, pooping baby. And as you can imagine, like it's a place of work. There are people editing and directing and like acting. So it's not a place for a child really. But my mom brought me to set every single day. And something that she had read in some like obscure publication, which is actually very impressive because this is before the days of the internet. So she had to like go to a library and find this like manual somehow. True. And so she she read that the trailers on the sets that like the, all of the directors and actors have, um, have some sort of, like I think it was formaldehyde. formaldehyde in the walls. Formaldehyde in the walls. And it's unsafe when it's in the sun, so it's especially unsafe for developing children in to be California. in there. So instead of having me in like a sound contained area where I was supposed to be this trailer, she set up a kiddie pool on like one of the most powerful executives' lawns, <laughs> like in front of it, directly in front of his office. And again, I'm a screaming child outside of like a place of work. And so the guy leans his head out the window and is just like, what, get this fucking kid out of here. What is this doing here? So then my mom's, the PA, I guess, or the, the production assistant on the show ran to my mom, panicked because this very power, powerful executive just yelled at him, which is probably terrifying. She comes into my mom, and then do you want to? Well, I called him. Well, yeah, but you went. Okay, go. Oh, I went outside, and you know, he, she was in a kiddie pool, being like a kid, and it's a huge yard, and it wasn't just his building. I mean, there were other executives in this building, and he's hanging out his window, complaining. So I called him, and I said, "Hi, I'm directing. What was I directing? I don't even remember what Babylon I was directing. Babylon Five, maybe. I don't no, it's okay. Whatever, a show. whatever, a show. And I said, so I'm on the set. Oh, I know what it was. Life goes on. I said, I'm on the set, and I'm in the middle of directing, and I understand you want my child to leave. That's great. I'm going to pack up her kiddie pool, and I'm leaving too. And so um, we're only going to lose about $100,000 an hour for closing the set down early. But if she goes, I go. So I'm leaving. And then he called back and said, there were rubber duckies in my pool. He, he bought rubber <laughs> Later ducks. Later that day. He sent things to the pool. Yeah. There was every toy imaginable yeah. in the pool because money is everything there. So right. as long no, as... No, but I mean, I still, I, I think it money. is, I think like that you're very brassy and it, you know, loud, but I think it is, I think it is still hard for working parents but we to have daycare. And we do all. have daycare in a lot of studios. Not all the studios now, yeah. but well, that's good. a lot of studios really have anyway, great daycare. So that's an amusing they story. They didn't then. Ladies, yeah. I think it's time, time for, for us to and we're gonna, say goodnight okay. and please make sure that you buy at least one of their books and check them out at Crazy Jewish Mom. Yeah, and we're going to sign books back there at that table. So if you want to come say hi, get a selfie, get a book, we'll and be there. And sign up to, how do you say, signing up, sign up to her Instagram account. That's Thank not, you for being here tonight. Right. Thank you. Thank you guys.